Hey guys, this is Pastor Josh from Fresh Church. We are so excited that you are joining us for our podcast today. I do want to tell you that we pray at Fresh Church that you would get involved in the local church in your city. The Bible says that those that plant themselves in the house of the Lord will flourish. And a podcast and an online experience, a YouTube uh, sermon is amazing, but it does not replace the local church, the hope of the world, the community, the family that God has placed all of us in. And so we hope you find that and we hope you enjoy this message today. And man, God's just going to do some cool things this morning, and I know he is, and he already has been. And so, um, man, uh, you guys just look good today, by the way, and, and you sounded good. Like, I, you know, I was just like, man, like, we've got a great sounding church here, you know? I mean, I stopped singing there for a minute, and I was just like, I just want to hear you all sing, and I can hear you singing. And I mean, Nashville is, is good with music anyways, if you know what I mean, but like, I, I just think we have the best sounding church in all of Nashville. Let's go. Come on. It's just going to get better. And better and better. Man, I'm, I'm excited because I want to talk to you about something that I think is very, very important that the Lord has been dealing with me a lot on, and, and that's the topic of fun. Who likes that fun in here? Like, like I, I love to have fun, but how many times do you know that life is just heavy? Right? Like, like there's some heavy things that we all go through in life. And, and so there's so many times when the Fun will get sucked out of us. When, when I was a youth pastor, um, I used to always uh, screen any parent that wanted to go on a youth trip with us. Because I learned that early. Because there were just some parents that, that would come and they would do this. Suck all the fun out of the trip. And so I would literally interview all the parents before they would ever get to go on a youth trip with me. Like, like you know, because I was like, no, 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 the fun factor is going to be high on this trip, okay? And so if you are a parent that will suck all the fun out, like, I'm sorry, but this service opportunity is just not for you. You know what I mean? And I would just tell them that, I, I would, not in that way, but I would just be like, you know, I, I just think there's another opportunity that God has for you. I don't think this trip is one of those, you know? And, uh, and then, b- because it was just so important that when I got back from that trip, I wanted all the kids, and I wanted all the adults, and I wanted to be able to say, man, that was awesome, right? Because there's nothing like that person at work or that family member that the minute they walk through the door, it's just like, Whoop fun sucker. You know it. Here comes the fun sucker. And, 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 and here's the, the, the thing. Uh, you know, I, I know sometimes, you know, it, it, it's about order and, and, and you're like, well, I just see things differently. The world has to be this, 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 this. And, and I get it. I get it. I get it. But I, I just think that the Bible is clear that God came to give us abundant life and life to the full. And, and I think that that's one of the reasons that an unbelieving world doesn't want what we claim to have. It's because they don't really see us living out this abundant life. I want you to turn to your Bible if you have it. It's going to be in the Old Testament. We're going to start in Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 15 today. Ecclesiastes chapter 8. I want you to hear what the Bible says about having fun. Turn to your neighbor and say, the art of having fun. It's an art. This is what it says in Ecclesiastes Chapter 8, verse 15, New Living Translation. So I recommend, this is King Solomon, by the way. He's writing this, and, and, and he's the wisest person, apparently, to ever live on the face of the planet. And this is what he says, the wisest person. Um, I recommend having fun. Somebody say fun. fun. 
Because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat, than to drink, in moderation, and enjoy life. That way they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them under the sun. So, so here's something that's interesting here. We do see that there is something called hard work, right? Like, like some of us, we want just a life of fun and happy all the time. And it's like that Six Flags commercial where it's like, da, 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 right? You know what I mean? And, 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 and we want the happy, happy, go, go, joy, joy all the time. But there is some hard work that God gives us under the sun. Like we've got to, in fact, do some hard work. And sometimes maybe if you do some hard work, then you'd have a little bit more fun. But he says, I recommend having fun because there's nothing better for people in this world than to eat and then to drink and to in." Joy the life. Here's what you need to know. Fun, if you're taking notes, write this down. Fun is not a waste of your time. So there's this thing called the Enneagram. My wife's actually going to be leading a group on it, um, and it's really cool. And, 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 and so I've been doing a lot of studying, but I'm what they call a three. And a three is somebody that just likes to do, 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 do all the time. Where's the next task? Let's get it done. We're all about product. We're all about results, man. We're all about like we're going to get stuff done, and it is awesome, and we're going to have a good time doing it. But then we get something done, and we're like, where's the next thing to get done? And so sometimes we would look at fun as a waste, <laughs> And, and, and that's what I would do. And, and, and there are some things that were fun that I used to do in my life. And then I, I came and I started planning a church. And, 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 and I was kind of the fun sucker to a certain degree in some things. You know, I started going like I was not having fun in my own life to a certain degree. You know, I got, you got three kids and a wife and a house and a mortgage and, 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 and car payments and, and all this other stuff. And I got all this worry. And I'm like, how am I supposed to hold all of these things up in the air? And the next thing you know, I'm just checking things off and I'm doing and I'm doing and I'm doing and I don't have any I'm not having any fun for the most part when we went to Ireland uh, in March um, uh, Nora came back and she told my wife she said I've never seen Pastor Josh have that much fun and my wife goes he used to be like that all the time you know and 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 and, and, and she told me that and I was like oh man and, and right after that was one of the time periods in my life when I had the most anxiety and depression that I'd ever been through in my life. And you know why? Because for five years, I just started working, 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 doing, doing, doing. And I, I forgot what it was like to take this verse in Ecclesiastes to heart and to begin to have fun. Fun is not a waste of your time. In fact, if you would have fun, you would see that your time is more productive. Researchers say that the most whole people are the ones that have fun. There's this researcher named Brene Brown, and she does a lot of cool work with people. And, and, and she was doing a study on wholeness. And, and, and she said one of the main factors that she saw in all the people that were healthy and whole was that they dedicated parts of their week and almost parts of every day to play. Like, when's the last time you just went and played? You're like, what? What's play? You know what play is? Play. 
Like, like my kids, they know how to play. You know what I mean? We're, we're trying to have a prayer uh, group meeting in there this morning, and they're just running all over the, the, the place. My, my, my four-year-old, he's playing literally on the drums. If the drums sound a little off, it's probably because one of the drums got, got kicked off or something like that. I don't know, you know, because my four-year-old was up here playing them before service. But they know how to play, right? Like, when did we as adults lose the art of play? And we need to fight for it. We need to get it back because if we want to be whole, we need to go, no, no, no. I need an hour in my week. I need an hour in this day to just sit and do nothing and play. And let me tell you, like Netflix is not your play. Like actually go do something that like really lights you up, right? We need to learn how to play and fun is not a waste of time and here's what you need to know when it comes to fun when it comes to play you can't just hope joy comes you have to be intentional with adding it to your journey you can't just hope that I'm just going to go out there and learn how to play you've got to be intentional about it yesterday I went to the, uh, the playground literally with my three kids and uh, we were watching the Tennessee-Florida game, and it was horrible. And so I was like, I do not want to waste my time watching this anymore. Come on, kids. We're getting in the van. We're going to go play. <clears throat> and normally, I would just go to the playground, and I'm the, the parent that's sitting over there on their phone or something like that. And be like, yeah, what's up, man? You, you know? And I was like, no, like, uh, forget this. Like, hey, if you want to have fun in life and play a little bit more, put your phone away. Like, your phone doesn't count as play, unless maybe it's a video game, you know, and you're actually playing with other people and not just the computer. But we went to the playground, and I, I did something. Like, my kids, they were climbing up there, and about five minutes into it, I was like, I'm literally preaching on fun and play tomorrow, okay? So, like, I got to put this into practice, you know? And so, I literally, 38-year-old myself, began to walk up the playground, climb up the little climbing wall, go down all the slides. My kids are like, what are you doing, Dad? This is different, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, let's play, man. It's awesome. And we were climbing stuff. I mean, I was on the swings. I think I popped three ribs yesterday. You know what I mean? I mean, like, all this stuff. Like, it was crazy. But it was fun. And it was intentional. And I'm like, this is what I'm going to do more than, than, than I've done in the past. Like, like, see, when we lived in Florida, I used to go to Bush Gardens almost every single week. Because it was in Tampa, Florida. And I love to go to Bush Gardens. And I would ride roller coasters. Like, even if it's just by myself. I would just go. I had a season pass. I didn't care. I was like, boom, I'm going to go ride some roller coasters and that's what I did. It was awesome. It was therapy. What else was I doing? I was playing. And I was intentional about it. And you've got to be intentional about what you do because fun is spiritual. I want you to listen to what it says in Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. Fun is spiritual. A happy heart, a fun heart is good medicine and a joyful mind causes healing. But a broken spirit dries up the bones. A happy heart, a heart that's having fun, it's good medicine. A joyful mind causes healing. Some of you are dealing with depression and anxiety and some things in your life, and the reason why it's there is, is because when's the last time that you had a joyful mind and a happy heart? Because a joyful mind causes healing. A happy heart is medicine. Some of you, your heart got broken and a dream was destroyed. 
And that's when depression started to sink in. That's when the fun began to be sucked right out of your life. And you need to begin to fight for a happy heart again. God taught me this. Josh, you've got to fight for a happy heart. You've got to fight for a joyful mind. Because let me tell you something about the mind. What you put in your mind, you can also take out of your mind and reprogram your mind. Your brain does not control you. You control your brain according to science. And so you need to know that. So a joyful mind will cause healing, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. There's something spiritual about laughter. Have you ever noticed that? Man, my two-and-a-half-year-old little girl, Mavery, she's got this little belly laugh that she started doing. I don't know where she heard it. It's like Dr. Evil or something. You know what I mean? She's like, ha, 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 And she just does it all the time. It's so funny. Like, we'll just be sitting somewhere. She's like, ha, 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 And like, Mavery, what are you doing? Ha, It's so funny, though. And like, and then it just causes us to laugh. And then I'll start laughing. And then the boys will start laughing. Laughter is contagious, right? You ever, you ever been around somebody who just started laughing? Like, and you're like, I don't know why we're laughing, but this is so funny. <laughs> like, what, what are we laughing about? I don't even know, you know? And then everybody's having fun. You ever had one of those moments, right? Laughter is spiritual. There's something about it. Like, like so, so, so here's something that I, that I started doing. I'm like, um, what do I need to do to just start laughing more? It, it, like, what am I doing intentionally? So, so I, I, I'd be like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna, I, Jimmy Fallon's pretty funny. I'll watch a Jimmy Fallon skit, you know? Uh, James Corden, he's pretty funny. I, I'll watch Carpool Karaoke, and I'll watch like five episodes of it or whatever that is. You, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's just so fun, and it causes me to laugh. And, and the more I laugh, the more joy begins to come into my mind. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. Then Ezra said to them, go your way, eat the rich festival food, drink the sweet drink, and send portions to him for whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy to our Lord, and do not be worried, for the joy of the Lord is your strength and your stronghold. Do not be worried, for the joy of the Lord is your strength and your stronghold. The joy of the Lord. Here's four words that could just change your life. I am your joy. What if you just imagine the Lord speaking that to you? Every morning you wake up, and one of the first things you would say to yourself is, I am your joy. If you're looking for joy, you just need to say that to yourself right now. I am your joy. Let the Lord speak that over you. I am your joy joy. I am your joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. If you want to make a comeback, then you've got to get your joy back. It's one of the things the Lord has just been shouting at me over and over again. Josh, if you want to make a comeback, you've got to get your joy back. You've got to get your joy back. Like, get your joy back. We're bringing joy back, right? Come on, people. It's okay to laugh in church. Like, it's okay to smile. It's okay to go. He's talking about joy today? Yeah. It's cool. We need to lighten up. We got to have joy in our life. Because remember this. I want you to think about this. So many people, the reason why you don't have any joy is because of the way that you're carrying your load. The way that you're carrying your load. I want you to remember, it's not the load that will break you. It's how you carry it. 
It's not the load on your life. It's not the load of your family. It's not the load of your finances. It's not the load of whatever else is going. It's how you carry it. Are you going to carry it with joy in the midst of carrying that heavy load? Are you going to carry it with the easiness of the Lord? Or is it all going to be on you? You weren't meant to do this alone. Some of you, you need to go and join a group today. We've got groups in the lobby and sign up today because you can't carry this load up on your own and you need some people to help you to go hey you know what man like you need a break man you need a massage Ashley called Terry she's like we're going to get massages she's like come on I told Joe let's go get some massages he's like I ain't doing that with you I said, it ain't weird. I love you, bro. Come on. You're going to be in one room. I'm going to be in another room. Let's go. Let's go get some massages. <laughs> He's like, I still ain't doing it. Okay, whatever. But you're stressed out. You're whatever it is. Like, you need to do life with somebody. Come on. Because it's, it's, it, it's not the load. It's how you carry your load. So that's why I think fun and laughter are a must. And so here's what I want to do today. I want to give you three ways to really begin to live the art of fun biblically, to have joy in your life. And the first one is this. Just put fun on your face. Walk into a room and put fun on your face. Everybody close your eyes. Let's do an experiment real quick. Where's your happy place? Like, where is it? You just go there, and you're like, this is fun. Some of you are chilling on the beach, right? Whatever it is. Some of you, you're like at home, all cuddled up in a blanket with a glass of wine, and you're just loving it, right? <laughs> like, 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 what is it? <laughs> what, what's, your, what's your fun place? What if you were just to walk in tomorrow with your fun face on? What, what if you just said, I'm going to put on my fun face? This weekend, we were uh, hanging out, me and Ashley, and, and uh, she was at this convention thing that she goes to every year, and, and, um, and we went to like a... Uh, uh, a little dance party, and, and they had a DJ, and, uh, um, and it was so much fun, and I saw my wife having fun, and it was great, and, 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 and there were these girls, all of a sudden, the DJ played this song, like, uh, I don't even know what it was, um, for, it was like some 90s rap song or whatever, and then they get up, and it was like some, out of some scene in a movie where everybody's up there rapping this song all together, you know what I mean, and it was just fun. And, 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 and I was like, man, and what was so cool though is I got to see my wife have her fun face on. Hey, husbands, where are you at? You love the fun face with your wife, don't you? <laughs> it, it's a, that's fun. You know, you're like, we're about to have fun. And I know it. Why? Because it's on my wife's face. And I see it. And then the same way, you know, you look at your husband, you're like, oh, that's the fun face. Or you look at your friend, oh, that's the fun face. And, 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 and I think we need to wear the fun face more. 
I think there's even in times of trial and persecution, we got to put the fun face on because we already know that we're living from victory, like I said, not for it. So let's put the fun face on, guys. Come on. Put the fun face on. Second, have levity in your heart. Determine to live a life with levity in your heart. I want you to look at what 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 1 says, the message version. I love this version of this verse. It's so cool. I love the way he wrote it. One final word, friends. We ask you, urge you, more like it, that you keep on doing what we told you to do to please God. Not in a dogged religious plod. You know why church isn't appealing to a lot of people? Because it's a religious plod that people get stuck in. They're like, man, that place ain't fun. That place ain't life-giving. There's a bunch of religious people following a bunch of rules. Hey, let me tell you something. This weekend, when I was hanging out with some of Ashley's friends, like, um, it was one of the first times in a long time that I wasn't just around a bunch of Christians. And, 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 and can, can I just say something? Like, there were some Christians that were there at the table, but then there was a lot of people that did not know Jesus at all. And it was fun. It wasn't religious. It wasn't stuffy. I don't want this church to be religious. I don't even like religion. I love Jesus. Religion? No. Like, that's a religious plod that people get stuck in. The Pharisees were religious. The people that killed Jesus were religious. Don't live in a dogged religious plod, but in a living, spirited dance. I think life is supposed to be more like the dance. I think life, he intended it to be more like a spirited dance. When we walk in here, we're, it's in a spirited dance. Did anybody ever grow up going to like a youth camp or anything? You know what I mean? Like, like you remember a youth camp when it, it was like the last night of camp and everybody, it's like hot, sweaty worship, okay? And it was not religious at all, and it was so fun. And, like, there's people jumping up and down and dancing and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And we're just having so much fun. Like, that's what I love. When we just let loose and not be in a religious plot, like, let's come to church and go, let's dance. Let's come in a spirit of dance when we come into this place. Guys, come on. Like, let's have fun. Let's go. Are we getting this? Because I feel like, man, I'm just like preaching, like, and we're just like, oh, I don't know. Like, he's talking about fun. Like, are we getting it? I'm not, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just trying to go, like, like let, let, let's get it. Like, let's have fun. Let, let's, let's go from this to smiling right now. Come on, because we're talking about, like, a life-giving thing that Jesus wants to bring. Let's have some levity in our heart. Jesus says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. A religious plot is the people that go, religion, carry that. That's impossible. That's why Jesus came. Because the yoke of religion was too much for humanity. The yoke of the law was too much. He said, no, you put on my yoke. And it is light. And it is easy. It is light. It is easy. Something that really helped me to develop levity, which is, levity just means lightness. 
is I want you to think about this. You're not the first. You're not the first person to go through what you are going through today. So lighten up. You're going to be okay. I feel like God just spoke that to me one day. Like I was just walking around in all my seriousness and everything that was going on in my life, and I, I just felt like he was like, you're not the only one. Lighten up. Like, it's going to be okay. Because see, when we're in it, it's so hard to see out of it, isn't it? And so sometimes we just need someone. We need something to just come to us and be like, hey, just lighten up. Like, lighten up. You're not the only one going through this. You're not the only one. I know it may seem like you're the only one, but you're not the only one. So just lighten up a little bit. Bring your burdens to me. Bring your problems to me. Bring your problems to a small group. Bring it to somebody that you can talk through some of this stuff that you're going through. But you're not the only one. That's why another reason to sign up for a group so you can just see, oh, me too? Isn't that powerful when somebody just looks at you and is like, hey, me too. They're not judging you. They're not condemning you. They're looking at you. They're going, me too. Oh, man, I've been through that too. I've been through that too. And you know what? Somebody else goes, me too. And now I'm out of that. Me too. Now I'm out of that. Me too. Now I'm out of that. How did you do that? I started having fun. I started... Some having some levity. I, 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 started, I, I started having some lightness in my heart. There's uh, one of the things that I, I like about um, my buddy Jacob Walker is I see him on his Instagram just having fun sometimes. Like, like, it, like he, he, he's like this adventure dude. And I'm just like, dude, I want to hang out with him and go do an adventure. Come on, man. I want to go hiking. I want to I go out and you're like, you know, uh, Toyota 4Runner or whatever that is or Tacoma truck or whatever. And like, let's go mudding, you know? We're like, what, 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 what are we going to do, man? That, that, that's an adventure. You know what I'm saying? Like, let, let's, have, let's have some fun. Because, see, he, he, one of my, my friends, he was going through a very, very dark time in his life. And you know what he said? He said, um, it, it, it wasn't just like uh, Bible verses. Bible verses are amazing, and the Word of God will pierce your soul and help you through anything um, because it, it is the sword of the Spirit. It is the sword of God, and it will help you through it. But he goes, it wasn't just memorizing Bible verses. It wasn't just worship. It wasn't just going to church. It was also just having my friends come up to me and go, hey, let's go skateboarding. Let's just go downtown, get some scooters, and ride around. Let's just go have some fun. Let's just go play and watch some of the lightness begin to come back to you. Have levity in your heart. The third way, have praise on your mouth. Have praise on your mouth. Here's what you need to know about praise. Praise grabs the heart of God. You know how I know that? Because praise grabs my heart as a father. Like yesterday, Brooke scored two soccer goals. It was awesome. 
And I love seeing him, like, just play soccer. He's five years old, and he's starting to get it. And, and we were kind of, kind, of, kind of like, well, what's Brix's thing? You know, like, Landry's got a thing, and, 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 and Mabry's just her own thing right now. And, and like, <laughs> what's Brix's thing going to be? And, 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 and this year, he just really has started to take, take a, a liking to soccer, and, like, and, and, and he's developing, and I'm like, oh, like, it's awesome. And so, man, he scored those two goals, and, like, I was just praising him. But you know what's so awesome is, like, when other people were coming to me going, man, like, Brooks is awesome. Like, like he's getting good at this thing. Like, that's awesome. Like, I'm his dad. I'm like, yeah, man, that's awesome. Look at that. Come on. Like, it grabbed my attention. I'm like, man, I like you, Right? And can I, can I just tell you that I think it's kind of the same way. Like when we are in the midst of going through some hell in our life, we're in the midst of going through some of the hard work in our life. We're in the midst of going through some of the things that we're going through, but then we get out a shout of praise. I think the father hears that and it grabs his attention because he goes, somebody's praising me right now and I'm going to respond. I'm going to respond. It will grab my heart. Praise grabs the Father's heart. Let me tell you something else about praise. Praise is a joyful noise. Okay, now listen, there's a difference between praise and worship. Did you know that? Like we got a lot of worship in the church, and worship is awesome, but sometimes we need some praise. Like some people, I've said this before, but you need to hear it again. Some people are like, let's get past the fast stuff, and let's just go straight to the Holy Spirit-filled stuff. We're going to be down on our knees speaking in tongues, whatever it is we're going to do. We're going to worship the Lord right now. And there is a place to worship the Lord. There is a place to worship the Lord. But there's also times for praise. Shouts of praise. Praise, dancing, joy, joyful noise. So I want to challenge you the next time we do a fast praise song, praise. Don't just stand there and get to the slow song. Praise him. Praise him. Shout for joy. That's what I used to love about those youth camps because we'd be jumping up and down, worshiping Jesus, you know? Ain't no party like a Holy Spirit party because a Holy Ghost party don't stop, right? Come on. Seriously. Seriously. It was fun. But then there was also these amazing moments of tear-filled worship. God wants that too. But praise is a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. Praise offsets the heaviness of life. You know why? Because praise lifts you. Woo! That's good. Write that down. Praise lifts you. It will lift you to a higher position. So you start in despair. You Bring up a song of praise, a shout of praise, and look where you end up. You were here, and now you're here because praise lifts you. Do you see that? That's why praise should be on our mouth. Praise is bragging on all that God is doing and has done. Right? Again, it's like when that parent came up to me yesterday, they been like, man, that was cool. Brooks kicking those two soccer goals, man. Like, I, I bet he's going to score some more. 
It's cool when I can get to go up to Brad and be like, man, like, Brad, dude, that was awesome. The Lord, look what the Lord did in my life this week. Can I just tell you, I need to brag on the Lord. I need to praise on the Lord for just a minute. Look at what he did, and look at what he's going to do, and look at what he's going to do in your life, too. Let's just go ahead and praise him, in fact, before he does it. Can we just do that? Because I just need to brag on the Lord. When's the last time you just went and had a bragging session on the Lord for what he's done in your life? Come on. So, so can you just close your eyes for just a second here and, and, and just think of one thing that you can brag on the Lord for? One thing that he's done in your life? One thing that he has, has done? One thing that he's going to do in your life? What is it? Can you just go ahead and begin to, once you think about that, could you just like literally clap for him like right now? That's why I say a praise break. That's what a praise break is. When we know that he has done something or he's going to do something. Like we're going to brag on the Lord for what he's doing in this church, for what he's going to do in this church, for the five people that got baptized last week. Come on. Do you see that? Like he's praying. We're praising. We're bragging on the Lord. We go out of here and we don't go, oh, look at my awesome church. We brag on our awesome God that's in this place. And we go, this is why you should come because our God is amazing and what he wants to do in this house is awesome. That's what praise is, guys. Come on. So I want to I wanna live a life where I've got fun on my face. I want to live a life where levity, lightness is in my heart. I'm not taking myself so seriously. Here's what the Lord said to me one day. Josh, get out of your head and into your life. Get out of your head and into your life. Some of you need to go get off of your phone and into your life. Get off of Netflix and into your life. You guys see that thing floating around on Facebook where this photographer, he like really took pictures of like um, what it would look like if our phones weren't in existence, and, and uh, I'll, you can go on my Facebook, I shared it, um, but literally, it was like all these situations where, and the most sad thing was, like there was this one group of uh, some guys that were hanging out by a, um, a grill, and they were getting ready to have a, a barbecue or something, and, and these guys were all hanging out, and they would have just been here on their phones, but it just showed them all hanging with their face down, but no phone just the appearance of holding it and it just made you realize how ridiculous our society is here's four men that should be talking face to face but these four men are doing this I'm like we're right here and we wonder why we're so lonely and we wonder why we're so depressed and we wonder why we don't feel like we belong and we because there's four guys right here. You're hanging out with four men that all have incredible stories that all could be buddies that you could be playing ping pong with or you could be doing cornhole with or whatever that is, and you're choosing to do this. It's dumb. Next time you go to a party or you're hanging with somebody, just put the phone away. You don't need it. It's okay. Because you're missing out on some fun with this right here. Put your fun face on. Have some levity in your heart. And have praise on your lips.